hello. Welcome back to the Weed, Wild, and Woke podcast. My name is Nina. Uh, hopefully you are returning. Um, it's good to, good to hear from you. I'm glad you're here. I appreciate it. Um, it's been a crazy week. If you're, if you're new here, for whatever reason, you're starting off on episode five of the podcast. Um, we always start off with a little uh, introduction, kind of, and a highlight and reflection of the week. Um, it's really important to me. It's one of my favorite parts of the podcast because it gives me an opportunity to just kind of reflect and think about, you know, the good and the bad things that have happened over the past week. I mean, typically I release episodes every week, so it's usually for the previous week. Um, and yeah, I guess I'll just jump into uh, some highlights this week. I've been super busy, staying super busy. Um, I'm still working a part-time job. I'm still streaming on Twitch almost seven days a week. I've been taking a little bit more time off for the holidays for myself to just spend with family and hang out with friends and uh, be with my partner. So it's been nice to kind of have those days off where I'm not uh, worried about streaming or, you know, just kind of taking some time to myself, which is super important and is going to tie in very well with today's topic. But overall, staying super busy, not too much has changed. Um, but I have been putting in a lot of work in terms of like content creation and just kind of upping my game in that area of my life. Uh, I am currently, as we speak, uh, I just hired someone on Fiverr to do my podcast intro. So hopefully that'll be in soon and you guys can hear a cute little intro if it's not already in this podcast. If it's already, if you heard an intro in the beginning, that means I got it back before I was able to post this podcast episode, and if there's no intro and you just heard me talking at the start of this episode, um, it took a little bit longer than expected, but, you know, either way, I'm so excited. Uh, you know, those little things don't seem like such a big deal, but for a creator or a content creator, you know, it's those little things that kind of tie everything together and, like, it's what makes the job worth it because, that's my creative outlet and that's how I express myself is through my ideas and, and bringing those ideas to life is really exciting for me. And those little things have been happening across most of my platforms. Uh, like we're, we're going to start getting YouTube up and going and start posting Twitch clips and highlights, um, not full VODs yet, but just clips and highlights of some of the like best moments, funniest moments. So YouTube content is going to start rolling out pretty soon here, which is really exciting. I never thought that I would be doing uh, anything on YouTube really uh, besides psychology related stuff. So I'm super excited about that. Twitch is pretty much stayed the same for the most part at the moment. Um, I'm just still connecting with people, building an audience, um, you know, just fostering the community that I have already built, which I'm super proud of. And they've been amazing and supportive and wonderful. And I'm literally so blessed to have the people that I have in my community um, on Twitch. And Discord has been growing. I do have a Discord server. Um, it's mostly gaming related, but we've added the podcast channel to the Discord server now. So hopefully I'll be able to start getting some feedback from at least members of my community. Um, and I've also ordered podcast art. So like the cover art that you would see on Spotify or iTunes, uh, which I'm really excited about because that's a huge deal. Um, and again, it's like a reflection of my creativity and, you know, my passion. And it's just seeing all this stuff kind of culminate is really exciting. So that's going to be coming soon. Um, and then our Twitter is up. So the Weed Wild Woke Twitter page is up and running. I've been like loosely posting things there. But if you're not part of the Twitch community or the Discord server, um, Obviously, you can reach out to me on Twitch for any feedback or questions or, you know, whatever, constructive criticisms. Um, Twitter will be another outlet for me to kind of reach out to you as the listener, which I'm super excited about. So once that podcast cover art comes in, uh, you know, I'll be able to update all my platforms and hopefully just, you know, start to look more like an actual podcast, which is literally so exciting. And I'm getting so ahead of myself and... 
I've been looking at new mics. Uh, I have a Blue Yeti right now, which has been amazing. I love this microphone. I'm so proud of it. I worked really hard to get all my my whole setup, you know, uh, I worked really hard to get it all together. So I'm just getting overly excited. And I was looking at a new microphone, kind of like broadcasting microphones to kind of just improve the sound quality. And so, um, I mean, this stuff takes a lot of time, uh, believe it or not. And I think people underestimate how much time all of this takes all together. I mean, you know, I'm on the computer and I'm writing back and forth with one artist about, you know, music and another artist about art and, you know, somebody else about editing. And it's just, it's wild. It's been a, such a roller coaster. And all that happens in between the time that I'm working my job in the morning and uh, streaming at night. So I, I have about five or six hours in between those two jobs where I'm just constantly pushing out anything that I can, you know, I have like to-do lists that I have to get through. So I'm super excited to announce that. If you want to follow on Twitter, the handle is www, no, it's, uh, oh my gosh, what is it? I completely forgot. It's Weed Wild Woke PC for a podcast. So Weed Wild Woke PC. That is the Twitter handle. So if you want to reach out or follow or I don't know, just show support, uh, that would be really helpful. I would super appreciate it. Uh, if you are looking for me on Twitch, my handle is Nina Pizza Queen, and I have links to the Discord server on uh, up on there, um, and all my other social media outlets. So that's kind of my primary go-to. And if obviously you want to follow me on Instagram, my name is Nina Pizza Queen. I pretty much only post pizza content on there and like little snippets of my life. Uh, so it's not, it's, I don't know, it's not very podcast heavy. It's very separate from what I do on the podcast. But I mean, if you're interested, feel free to, you know, come and follow me and hang out. Uh, I would appreciate it. If not, you know, no worries. That's, I don't mind, you know, I'm just putting it out there for the people who do want to interact. Um, I have a lot of podcast supporters on Instagram, but they are, you know, close friends, people I've grown up with, people who've kind of watched me grow over the years. Um, so yeah, putting in a lot of work in terms of just getting things moving along. Um, you know, we recently had Christmas. Christmas was great. I spent time with family. Um, I set a lot of healthy boundaries. I worked a lot. Um, but overall, I did have a really good time. I got, you know, really awesome gifts from my friends and family. They were very thoughtful and sweet. And it was just, it was a wonderful time. Uh, my grandma fr um, from Germany is visiting. So it's nice to have her in the house and to hear some German again and be able to practice and, you know, just kind of connecting me back to my roots again a little bit, which I've missed. But I've just been so busy, I really haven't had time to uh, hang out with her, which kind of sucks. But overall, things are things are moving along. I feel like it's kind of the sacrifice you make when you want to express yourself on the internet, right? <laughs> so that's my check-in. I hope you're doing good. Um, feel free to fill me in on anything that has happened to you over the past week. I always love to hear how you guys are doing. And yeah, today's topic is going to be mainly focused around boundaries, uh, creating healthy boundaries, what they are, why they're important, uh, different types of boundaries, um, how we can implement them, what they look like. And I think this is important because especially for me personally, I feel like I didn't really grow up with boundaries in my household. Um, we didn't communicate very well about what boundaries were and how to set them in place. And as a child, I never really understood that I could set my own boundaries uh, the same way that my parents would set boundaries. And boundaries and rules are a little bit different, right? Um, you know, rules are a little bit more rigid. Um, you know, parental figures usually set rules, but boundaries are very personal to the person. And I think, you know, growing up, I didn't know anything about boundaries. And so I think having this conversation and trying to do better for ourselves and, you know, future generations, it's important to talk about 
boundaries in all stages of life. And so when I was kind of doing some research and reflecting on my childhood, um, and also like, you know, I've mentioned before, I've, I've been in therapy and it was brought to my attention that, you know, I didn't have very healthy boundaries when I was a child. And so I never learned to set healthy boundaries. Um, and moreover, I identify as an empath, which hopefully will be next week's episode. Um, I'm going to dive into the concept of empaths a little bit more. It's kind of what started this whole journey was me identifying as an empath and wanting to educate people who are also empaths or people who don't identify as empaths so they can better understand an empath. Uh, But as an empath, um, I tend to blur the lines between, you know, being overly involved in other people's lives unwillingly. Like, I don't go out of my way to become over-involved. It's just built into my personality and I'm very in tune with other people. And so it's that on top of not knowing how to set healthy boundaries really brought to light the fact that I needed to set healthy boundaries. And so I didn't have this conversation until I was like 25 years old, which I mean is crazy. And there's still people that I talk to today who don't really know what boundaries are and hadn't even heard the term before they had met me which I thought was interesting. I was talking to somebody and they were like, yeah, I never knew about boundaries until you brought it up. I had never practiced it or heard about it or thought about it even, which I mean, to me, that's kind of terrifying. You know, I went to school for psychology and I mean, I get it. I didn't really know about boundaries either, but it's like once you learn about them, it's kind of terrifying to think, wow, most people don't know what boundaries are and don't know how to set them. That this warrants a conversation, right? And now that I'm older, uh, I definitely recognize the value in boundary setting. And, you know, sadly, I wish someone would have taught me about boundaries. I wish that this was something that they taught in school. I wish that um, we taught children how to manage their emotions better and set healthier boundaries. And I wish these were terms that people talked about growing up because they're just so important. But I mean, unfortunately, it's just not how life works. And, you know, if you come from a dysfunctional household or just a household that isn't educated in things like that, um, you know, you could live your whole life never knowing that boundary setting is healthy and is productive for good mental health. So I just thought it was super important to touch on that, especially Like I said, as I'm getting older, I'm realizing how important it is and how many different types there are, which I do want to like talk about today. But uh, let's let's start with the basics. So for those of you who maybe have never heard of boundaries or are kind of unclear about what boundaries are and how they're beneficial, um, I guess the easiest thing to use is is seeing boundaries as a kind of no trespassing sign for your mental and emotional health. You know, you see a no trespassing sign and and it sends a clear message that if you violate a boundary, there's going to be a consequence. You know, it it protects your personal boundaries and they're able to be changed. You know, they're unique to each person. There's no rule book, again, for setting boundaries. So the most common definition that I found online for what a boundary is um, comes from IPFW or Parkview Student Assistant Program. Uh, They define a boundary as a limiter space between you and another person, a clear place where you begin and the other person ends, right? So boundaries are determined by the amount of physical and emotional space that you allow between yourself and others and uh, kind of help you decide what types of communication behaviors interactions are acceptable to you so these are going to vary from person to person and they they're quite like you are quite literally in control of what boundaries you set for yourself seems easy enough right um i think the hard part is that there are different types of boundaries so there's rigid boundaries there's porous boundaries and there's healthy boundaries If you tend to keep others at a distance, um, 
you could have rigid boundaries. And this involves like not being able to ask for help, having few close relationships, avoiding intimacy, um, overly protective of personal information, keeping others at a distance. Those are very rigid boundaries. Those are kind of black and white boundaries. Those are not necessarily the most healthy types of boundaries to set. And then on the uh, on the flip side of that is porous boundaries, you know, where you overshare personal information, you're over-involved with others' problems, which is where I was kind of sitting. I was more on the porous boundary side, um, accepting of abuse or disrespect. You know, there, I took a lot of crap in my relationships, you know, familial, uh, uh, romantic relationships, friendships. Uh, I I was very hesitant to say no to people. I accepted behavior that was harmful to me. Um, I had difficulty saying no to people. Uh, I was very dependent on other people's opinions of me or what I was doing. And I, I definitely feared rejection because of my decisions. And those are all traits of porous boundaries, which those are not necessarily healthy boundaries either. And then there's healthy boundaries where you value your own opinions. You don't compromise your values for other people. You know what you want. You know what you need. You communicate it clearly. And you can say no and accept when others say no to you as well. So the goal is to set healthy boundaries. Um, And it's very hard to tell sometimes what the difference is between those three. And nobody's ever going to get it perfect. It's a lifelong process of kind of identifying and trying to figure out what are rigid boundaries, what are porous boundaries, and what are healthy boundaries for you as as an individual. Because like I said, it's going to vary across different people. Boundaries are going to look very different. So just recognizing that I think is important. Um, And there are so many different kinds of boundaries, which can be overwhelming. But just educating yourself and getting familiar with it, I think could potentially help you to determine where you need to set healthier boundaries in your own personal life. Or maybe you don't think you need to set any boundaries at all, and things are perfect. That's fine. I'm not saying you have to. I'm not saying... I'm just saying, you know, if you're looking to set healthier boundaries in your life, this is kind of an intro to that. Or if you've never heard of it before and you, you know, maybe this invites you to kind of reevaluate and look at your relationships and and see where you can improve because I'm always on a constant self-improvement journey. I'm spending my entire existence just trying to be better and do better and live my best life where I'm fully happy and content. And I haven't always had that. I mean, this is very new for me. This is very recent for me. Like I said, I I grew up with very little boundaries in, in my household. Um, I had a hard time saying no. My parents were very like, we're the parents, you're the child in the relationship, so you do as we say. And that was always the ideology in our household. And I think a lot of people think that there is nothing wrong with that. And if that works for those people, then, you know, that's fine. I have nothing against those people whatsoever. But for me in my life, it 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 hurt me in the long run because I kind of grew up thinking that saying no was bad and it was frowned upon and the guilt that came with it. Nobody ever taught me how to deal with that. And so I ended up taking a lot of abuse and falling into depression and anxiety and uh, substance abuse because of that. There was never really a clear line between me being able to say no or me kind of being my own person. Uh, My family and I were very codependent of one another and we crossed one another's boundaries often looking back. Um, And it just, you know, it doesn't make for good relationships in your adult life, I feel. At least that was the case for me. And so when I, you know, when I grew up and I was in adult relationships um, from like 21 on, I got into really awful relationships because I didn't know how to set healthy boundaries. And I allowed a lot of abuse. 
emotional, verbal, physical, and I just thought I had to take it for whatever reason. And sometimes, you know, we're human and we fall into this thinking that we have to accept a certain type of behavior or, I mean, if you just don't know any better, it's really hard to identify when it's time to set a healthy boundary. And so I never had that. Um, But there's so many different types of boundaries and we'll kind of go into it a little bit. Um, I think one of the easier boundaries to start off with is obviously physical boundaries. Physical boundary invasions are very common. Um, I've witnessed them a lot, you know, unwanted sexual advances or um, not having personal space. Like if your boss, you know, barges in without knocking or um, if somebody stands too close to you when they're talking and it makes you uncomfortable and you just kind of deal with it. Those are physical boundaries. So you can think of it like a band-aid that protects a wound from bacteria like boundaries kind of protect you from letting those things seep in and kind of infect you um and physical boundaries are super important I was in a lot of relationships where I didn't have physical boundaries and I didn't say no and you know it's never a good feeling and it can lead to a lot of trauma and what what's the word I'm looking for like negative self-talk I guess So physical boundaries are super important. You have emotional and intellectual boundaries. Um, These protect your your sense of self-esteem, separating your feelings from others. It could look like sacrificing your plans, dreams, goals in order to please other people um, or blaming other people for your problems. So it's really important to have emotional and intellectual boundaries for yourself to really build yourself up. Other types of boundaries can be sexual, financial, intellectual, time boundaries, expectation boundaries. Uh, The research on boundaries is pretty extensive now, and like I said, it can feel very overwhelming. But just trying to keep it simple and set boundaries where you can in ways that make sense to you uh, is a good place to start. Um, like I said, physical boundaries are, are usually the easiest and then emotional and intellectual boundaries, you know, they're a little bit more difficult. They require a little bit more thought, a little bit more effort. Uh, they're a little bit more detailed. So being aware of that is important. And there's a lot to keep in mind when you're, when you're thinking about boundaries. So most people have a mix of different boundary types. So if you have healthy boundaries in your relationship, but you have poor work boundaries, that's pretty normal. Uh, If you have a kind of a mix of all types of boundaries, um, that's normal too. It's, I think, you know, nobody's perfect. Nobody has perfect, healthy boundaries in all areas of their life. It's a constant work in progress, but um, it's going to depend on the setting and it's going to depend on the stage that you are in your life and the situation and the people that you're setting boundaries with and so they're continually going to change and you have cultural boundaries you know in some cultures it's inappropriate to express emotions publicly whereas in other cultures emotional expression is uh highly favored you know so it's going to come down to cultural there's just a lot to think about when you're when you're thinking about boundaries there's even something called material boundaries like if you are you know someone who lends money out often even when you don't have enough to you know pay your own rent or bills and you're lending money to other people because you don't know how to say no or um you know when someone steals or damages another person's possessions or you know setting healthy boundaries materially or you know lending your car out to somebody when you clearly need to get to work yourself that's an unhealthy boundary it's it's very porous right So different types of boundaries for different types of situations, it's going to be really important to just kind of be mindful of where you need to set those healthy boundaries. And so for the sake of time and just the amount of information that there is out there, um, I just want to focus on, I don't know, the kind of boundaries that I've had to encounter in in my life and how I went about doing that. Um, Like I you know, mentioned several times now, I I didn't have healthy boundaries with my family. 
and in my relationships. Those were the two biggest ones in my life um, starting at like age 21. And I see this with a lot of people and it's probably one of the things that I communicate with people the most. Like in my friend group, when my friends have, you know, issues in their relationship or, you know, they confide in me about things going on at home or whatever, I think the the biggest advice that I usually give out has to do with boundaries. Uh, and I literally sound like a broken record. Like the amount of times that I talk about boundaries is like super sickening. But it's really because it's made such a profound impact on my life. And people need to be empowered to set healthy boundaries. And a lot of people don't have that empowerment. And so my goal is to empower people to set healthy boundaries and to know when to set boundaries and then to stick with their boundaries. Because like I said, a lot of people don't know what that looks like. And so, you know, for me, the the biggest one was starting with my family. And I hear this so much that that people just really lack boundaries within their family. And it took a lot for me and my family to kind of hash out what our boundaries were. And there was a lot of pushback. And this is the number one thing that I'm going to tell you is you're going to get pushback when you set boundaries. People who like to cross your boundaries will be upset when you start to set boundaries, if that makes sense. You're going to piss people off when you set healthy boundaries because they can no longer walk all over you. And the same goes for family. And it's not always pretty and it's not always going to go perfectly. And that was definitely the case for me. When I started going to therapy, my therapist was empowering me to set healthy boundaries with my obligations to them. So like, for example, my parents would ask me to do a lot of errands. Um, This is a very specific example. My dad always asked me to take the cars in to get fixed, right? He works a full-time job. I was working at the time. And my dad had this really weird, I I don't want to say habit, but for the sake of, you know, progressing, he had this really weird habit of asking me to, you know, drop him off to get the oil changed or to, I don't know, get the tire changed. It was always something, he has this thing with his, he keeps his cars in exceptional shape and that's fine and dandy. And I'm like, I I respect him for it. Like that's his thing. He likes to keep up on the cars. But he would always ask me to, you know, drop off the car and he would be like, oh, it's only, all you have to do is drop it off, sign the paperwork and come back home. And I would always, you know, i obviously love my dad so I would offer to you know yeah I'll take the car in whatever and after a while I started noticing that it was taking super long to take the car in. it wasn't just as simple as like take the car in and drop it off like I would take the car in I'd have to wait there for an hour Uh, I would like have some issue getting back home or you know sometimes they'll give you courtesy vehicles but that takes time because I have to verify your insurance and over time these simple tasks that he was asking me to do started becoming tasks that took me almost half a day and I would start sacrificing my day you know I'd be busy I'd have homework or you know things that I wanted to do that day and I didn't know how to say no so I would agree to take the cars in and then waste half my day and then I was upset with myself because half of my day was wasted and I didn't know how to say no and when I talked to my therapist about this she was like you're allowed to say no and I was like what do you mean like you know he asked me and I you know want to be helpful and I don't want him to think that I don't want to help him because I do and I appreciate what he does but it's taking up half of my day and truly at that time, you know, it didn't make sense to me to say no. I was so terrified to say no to my to my father because I just I wanted to help him and that's how I was raised and you know, if I said no, um I would kind of get guilted into saying yes. And I literally thought that this was normal behavior. Um and I like it makes me kind of angry looking back because I was so naive and I really I really felt guilted into doing these tasks for him. And when I was in college and, you know, I had papers to write and 
exams to study for, um, I would tell my therapist I was overwhelmed because, you know, I would agree to do things and then they would take up half my day. And she was like, you need to set a healthy boundary and say, you know, if you really have the time to do it, then by all means do it. But if you know that it's going to take a long time, uh, it's okay to say no. And saying no to my father was really difficult (laughs) and he did not take it very well. I remember the first time I told him, no, I can't do it. I have too much on my plate um, and I'm setting a healthy boundary. I need to finish what I need to do first. And if I have extra time, then I will help you. And he did not like that. (laughs) That was not very well received. (laughs) And I mean, I can laugh about it now, but at the time it was such a difficult feeling to feel like I I was letting my dad down for some reason. And I had become so enmeshed with people pleasing and, and not knowing where my own boundaries were that it really kind of sent me into a spiral. It was really difficult to learn to say no to my family, even over something as simple as that. And obviously there were a lot of other things that I had to start saying no to at that time. And, you know, my family didn't like it. If my mother needed help cleaning around the house and I was, you know, I'm not an unreasonable person. I'm so inclined to help whenever and wherever I can. Like if it is humanly possible for me to do it, I always try to do it. And it's one of the things that I'm working on changing because I want to be more selfish with my time. And, you know, obviously I have so much on my plate that I want to accomplish that I have to learn to say no. And so like my mom is she's very clean she keeps things very organized and sometimes she would ask me to clean things and I would you know or vacuum and I'd be like I really don't have time I'm sorry but no I cannot do it today um if you ask me another day you know or if you let me do it when I have time um I'll help you out but I can't do it right now and that was not very well received and there was a lot of back and forth and pushback and butting heads between my family and I when I started to set healthy boundaries And luckily, I am so blessed that my mom and dad have both been to therapy. They've had their own individual therapists. They've gotten their own advice. And I'm so, so grateful that at the time that I was learning to set boundaries, my parents were in therapy. So we would get upset and we would fight over it. But then, you know, my mom would talk to her therapist. My dad would talk to his therapist. And we would find a a kind of common ground. And I'm so, like I said, I'm so blessed that they had someone, a therapist, to tell them she's allowed to set healthy boundaries and here's how you deal with your end of it. A lot of people don't have that. And I understand that. And I think my biggest advice to, you know, if you are trying to set healthy boundaries with your family and there's some pushback and they get upset, you're not responsible for other people's feelings. You are not responsible for the other person's reaction to the boundary that you are setting. And this is from a book called Boundaries, Where You End and I Begin by Anne Catherine. If you want to, you know, get more tips for setting healthy boundaries, it's a good book to kind of dive into it a little bit more. But you are only responsible for communicating your boundary in a respectful manner. If it upsets them, that is their problem. You do not... You are not in control of how people react to your boundary setting. Some people, especially if they are controlling, abusive, manipulative, they're going to test you. Plan on it, expect it, but you have, your behavior has to match the boundaries that you're setting. Um, If you're sending mixed messages or you're apologizing for setting boundaries or you are being flexible with them and you're not enforcing them, you're going to send mixed messages. I, If you take anything from this, it is that you are not responsible for how other people react to your boundary setting. And this is so, so hard. Trust me, it is so hard to wrap your head around. And it was so hard for me to not react to other people's reactions to my boundary setting. I had to really sit down with myself and tell myself that what I was doing was what was best for me and it was going to make me emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually happier in the end. It is okay to feel selfish. Um, It's okay to feel guilty. It's okay to feel embarrassed when you set boundaries. 
but you have to remind yourself that you have every right to tend to your self-care. You have every right to set boundaries that protect you and your peace. And no one can take that away from you. It, it takes practice. It's not going to be easy. But at some point, it will become easy. Once you start to feel the relief of not feeling pressured to do everything for everyone all the time, once you start to feel that relief, it makes it a little bit easier over time. But I trust me, it is not easy in the beginning. You, you really can't let that prevent you from truly taking care of yourself. And the same goes for relationship boundaries. If your partner gets upset that you're setting a boundary, then the way that I think about it is if they're getting upset that I'm setting a boundary, for me, it affirms that there was a boundary that needed to be set. So the way that I look at it now is like, if they're getting upset that I'm setting a boundary, then that's proof that I needed to set a boundary because obviously they were they were used to pushing my boundaries and used to getting away with overstepping. And so if they're getting a little bit upset that I'm setting a boundary, then I know that I'm doing the right thing for myself because they need to step back and kind of reevaluate how they're going to approach me. And I promise you, it's not selfish. It's, I mean, as a human, you need to take care of yourself. And I hear so many people in my Discord or my Twitch community or just close friends talk about, you know, the pushback that they get when they set boundaries. And that's okay. Like you really, I mean, if they get super toxic when you set boundaries, then I mean, you have every right to cut those people out as well. Uh, You don't have to accept toxic or negative behavior when you're setting boundaries because the chances are those are the people who are going to manipulate, abuse, and control you. So, you know, take that with a grain of salt. Uh, This is very generalized, but, you know, don't feel guilty for setting boundaries, especially with family members or people that you're in a, you know, romantic relationship with or close friends. It is perfectly normal and it is perfectly healthy to set boundaries. You are not responsible for their reactions. As long as you are setting clear, calm, firm, respectful boundaries, you know, you're not, you don't need to justify it. You don't need to be angry, you know, just calmly set your boundaries. You don't need to apologize for setting a boundary. Just set the boundary and protect your mental health. And if, if you have problems doing that, then I encourage you to find a support system, you know, reach out to me or someone that you trust and explain the situation to them and, you know, kind of get support. I was lucky enough to have my therapist to support me when I was setting boundaries in my close relationships and, you know, just have someone in your corner who's going to empower you. Um, If you kind of struggle with that as I did, it doesn't have to be a therapist, just someone, just have someone in your corner who's looking out for you and who you trust and who's gonna kind of just be in your corner, I guess, like when you're setting those. I know it's easier said than done, but you really need to have that support, especially if it's uh, towards an abusive or manipulative or controlling person. When you're going about setting your boundaries, I think it's best to just keep it simple. And when I was doing some research, it seemed like there's pretty much four distinct steps to setting boundaries. The first is to define, right? Identify the desired boundary. So what is bothering you? Uh, you know, think about what kind of boundary you can set to prevent that from happening. So like when my dad was asking me to take the cars in, you know, I would have to think about, okay, when am I going to enforce this boundary when I don't have enough time? If I have too much on my plate that day and, you know, he asks me to do something that I really don't have time for, my boundary is going to be to just say no. I don't have to apologize or explain myself or justify my reasoning for not being able to do it. I'm just going to say, no, I can't do it today. I mean, obviously you can say, you know, I'm sorry, I can't do it today, but don't like over apologize for setting a healthy boundary. So just define what the problem is, define what the boundary is going to be, and then stick to it. The second step is to communicate it then. So once you figured out, okay, I need to set this boundary, you have to communicate it properly. Again, calmly, you don't need to get angry. 
Uh, You don't need to do it disrespectfully. Just communicate and say what you need with that person. Make sure that they understand that that's what you need. Uh, You do not have to explain yourself. Just set the boundary. The third step is keep it simple. Don't over-explain. Like I just said, don't over-explain it. Just in as few words as possible, set your boundary and stick to it. Again, you are not responsible for their reaction to your boundary setting. The fourth is set consequences. Tell that person why it's important to you to maintain that boundary if you want and set consequences for if they, you know, if you're in a relationship and you're trying to set a physical boundary and it makes you uncomfortable to the point that you're like, if you don't respect this boundary, I'm not going to be in a relationship with you anymore. That's a healthy consequence. There is nothing wrong with setting a boundary and saying, hey, I would like for you to not do this anymore. This is my boundary, and if you disrespect my boundary, then I have a right to have this consequence. Uh, Don't feel guilty for it, but definitely have a consequence for if that boundary is crossed. I mean, honestly, I didn't really have a consequence for if my dad, you know, crossed the boundary with asking me to take the cars in because it, it was just a simple no, like he couldn't really force me to. But in relationships, you know, I would set healthy boundaries and I would say, hey, if you can't do this, then, you know, I need to skedaddle. Uh, you know, that's my boundary. I'm, I'm not going to bend or break because it's protecting my mental health and that's that. And the toxic people will either leave your lives willingly or, you know, you might just have to cut them off if they don't respect your boundaries and that's okay. Um, Not everyone is meant to be in your life forever and everyone serves a purpose and sometimes people are in your life just to teach you how to set boundaries Um, and be mindful of that and don't be afraid to walk away from something that is harming you or affecting your mental, emotional, spiritual well-being um, in a negative way. Another boundary that is newer for me, I hadn't really, um, I mean, I guess I'd experienced it in life, but it really didn't become a problem until recently, was professional or work boundaries. I am such a people pleaser, especially when it comes to work and my money and, you know, where I get my paycheck. Uh, It was, and honestly, college also, college kind of, how do I put this? I noticed that when I was in school, I really didn't have any boundaries. I would kind of pick up anything and everything that came my way if it was you know honors courses or presentation or helping my teacher do something or helping my professor you know wherever I could or helping my mentor or you know I really pushed myself in school and I mean luckily it kind of worked out I'm not proud of it you know it's probably not the healthiest thing that I did but as of lately uh setting healthy boundaries in my work life has become increasingly important. For some reason, um, I work a a minimum wage retail job right now uh, just to, you know, make money while I'm, you know, doing the things that I enjoy on the side just to pay my bills. And uh, I, my boss was really pushing my boundaries, (laughs) Uh, you know, asking me to stay over or asking me to work on a a day where I wasn't required to work, but it was like volunteer work. And here, I'll give you a specific example so it's not so vague, but a notice went out that we were going to be open on Christmas day. And I had read the notice on the website and it said it was on a volunteer basis. It was double time pay. So you were getting paid double. um, And it was, you you had like a sign-up sheet where you would volunteer to work that day. And I saw the, and I read the posting, right? And my boss asked me if I could work on Christmas Day. And I said, no, I can't. My grandma's visiting from Germany and I'm going to be, you know, I want to spend time with her. I'm already working so hard. Like Christmas is the one day where I just, I get to be with my family and enjoy their company. Uh, So I did not volunteer to work on Christmas Day. And my boss uh, tried to make me feel guilty. He was like, well, you work in retail, so you should expect to work on major holidays. Um, So, you know, it's just part of working in retail and just really guilting me into working on Christmas. And I had to set a healthy boundary. And I was like, well, no, I read the notice that went out. It said it was on a volunteer basis and I do not volunteer to work on Christmas. 
I have family and things that I want to do. And so I'm, I'm not going to be here. If you schedule me, then I will call out sick. I had to set a legitimate boundary and he did not like it one bit. But again, I'm not responsible for how he reacts to my boundary setting. And I was in the right at that moment. I wasn't, you know, being out of line or being disrespectful. I knew what my rights were and I set a healthy boundary with my boss. And to my surprise, I got Christmas and the day after Christmas off of work. And sometimes boundaries are going to work out great where, you know, you set your boundary and other people respect it. And sometimes they're not going to be so great, but you have to stick to your guns and not let them influence you or not let their reactions influence you into turning around and saying yes. Um, It's not always good to be a yes man. You know, maybe that works in a lot of areas of your life, but you're allowed to also say no. (laughs) And I had to do that in my work life. And, you know, there were times where he would ask me to come in at 6 a.m. and I was working late the night prior um, and I was up late and I would have to tell him no and it's you know I've just this job has really pushed me to have to set really healthy boundaries with my time Um, you know there's obviously things that I enjoy doing and I I stream on Twitch pretty late at night and I game pretty late at night and it's kind of part of my work and I'm always keeping up with discord and I you know my schedule runs very late so it wasn't ideal for me to wake up and come in early for my shift when I was scheduled to come in later. So you are allowed to set healthy boundaries (laughs) at work as well. Um, You know, you don't have to be disrespectful. Don't go against the rules. Uh, Just be mindful. You know, if your boss is asking you to do something that's not in your job description, um, you have every right to say no and set a healthy boundary and at work as well. Um, Even with strangers, you know. If you're in public and somebody's standing too close to you and you have a boundary and you're like, I need, you know, I need a little bit of space for my personal bubble, you're allowed to set healthy boundaries and how other people react is not your responsibility. Please just keep that in mind. Other than that, I mean, I haven't had to, I don't have very many relationships with people in general. So those are probably the biggest boundaries that I had to set. I've had to set boundaries in my friendships. Um when um i i don't really drink a lot you know i've had to set boundaries with my friends like hey i'm not drinking at the moment or you know you can't come here and and be disrespectful in my home or you know i don't know can't bring random people over to my house it makes me uncomfortable i've had to set really tough boundaries with my friends and they weren't easy conversations to have and they might have been upset for a moment but i promise you in the long run Uh, setting healthy boundaries is going to only benefit you and your mental health and I mean hopefully strengthen the relationships with the people that you're setting boundaries with once they kind of realize where they are and where where not to overstep and hopefully it empowers that person to set their own boundaries and then that way everyone is clear on what everyone's boundaries are yeah for the most part I mean that has just changed my life phenomenally just learning to set those little boundaries and it has become easier over time to do that. So I hope that, you know, you feel somewhat empowered to start setting healthy boundaries in your life. And if you ever have a question about how to set a boundary or, you know, you have a situation where you're not quite sure what to do, like I encourage you to reach out, you know, maybe I can help talk you through it or someone else in my community can help talk you through it. Or if you just need support to set a healthy boundary, um, myself and my community are probably more than happy to help support you and empower you to make and set healthier boundaries. And that's kind of the cool thing about learning to set boundaries is, you know, you can influence others' behavior. Like once other people kind of realize, I don't know, maybe you teach somebody else how to set a healthy boundary or you're a good example for someone else to set a healthy boundary or, you know, you teach somebody else how to set a healthy boundary. That's one of the beautiful advantages of, of, taking control of your life and hopefully teaching others how to take control of theirs you know it's going to improve your mental health it's going to improve your emotional health it's going to help avoid burnout when you're not constantly saying yes to everybody and everything and not being protective of your time and energy Um, it's going to help you develop a, 
an identity and autonomy when you're not constantly trying to please others or live your life based on what others want you to do. And so there's just, there's so many benefits to setting healthy boundaries. And I just encourage you to try to identify where you can set those in your life. And, you know, hopefully you don't have to set a lot of boundaries, but if there's one person out there listening who feels manipulated, abused, or controlled, or like they're not in control of their life, I hope that this empowers them to make a decision for themselves to start setting healthier boundaries in their life and take their life back. It's been life-changing for me, and I've been more in tune with myself and my goals and my dreams than I ever have been in life by just kind of being selfish with my time and setting healthy boundaries and focusing on what I need to do and prioritizing my tasks before anyone else's has been life-changing for me and I purely just wish and hope the same for you. I hope you took something positive away from this. As always, I feel like I just blabbered for however many minutes (laughs) and you know, I hope something stuck with you. And if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out on any of my social media platforms or uh, Discord or Twitch. You know, I'm more than happy to have that conversation with you. I hope you know that you are deserving and worthy of love and peace and peace of mind. I hope that you know that, you know, your voice and your opinion matters, your decisions matter, what you want to do with your time and energy matters. And you have every right to protect that. It is your life. You only get one. You know, please don't spend it trying to appease others. Please spend it doing the things that you love and you're passionate about. And yeah, that's that's pretty much it for, for boundaries. I don't want to go too deep into it. I feel like I've already talked for too long. So I hope you guys have a good week, a good... I hope you guys had a good New Year's. Um, I hope this kind of motivates you to start setting healthy boundaries for 2022 if that's something that you feel that you need. And next week, we'll be back to talk about empaths um, and my take on it. I've done some research on it in school. I'm really excited to talk about it. I'm really passionate about it. And I hope to see you guys soon. Thank you for listening. And I'll catch you on the next episode. Stay high, friends. Bye.